Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 71. Today's podcast is titled, Everyone Needs to Revisit Their Perspective. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi. This is my wife, Sandy. Sandy Lombardi. (laughs) And uh, this is where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you were called to lead. And we are so grateful for you to be joining us on this 71st episode in the beginning of the year. So we're kicking off. This is our third season. We call it third season because this is the actual third calendar year that we've been doing the podcast. So we did started it in 22. We did it all the way through 23, and this is 24. So this is the third season. So we're, we're keeping on, keeping on here. But we would not be doing this if we didn't have you, the loyal listener, uh, tuning in and checking out what we have to uh, share. And so uh, I just welcome you again and thank you. Super grateful for having you on board with us today. And um, we brought some really interesting content. I think that is just, it's timeless and uh, it's it should be really helpful for you. So if you like the content, uh, help us out by helping other people. Like, follow, share, hit the subscribe button and as we say, on with the show. <laughs> so everyone needs to revisit their perspective. <clears throat> when you think of perspective, what are you thinking? The way you're looking at something. Yeah. Whether and sometimes it's looking ahead, looking back gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what most people think when they hear the word perspective. Um, I watched a a reel or something this morning and. It was just meaningful to me. I don't know. It just struck me and it made me think of a couple of different questions that really precipitated this podcast. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you about it. Um, a 57-year-old man uh, was asked by a younger man, what would he tell his 22-year-old self? And he said, if you've got a minute, I've got this all planned out. So it was obviously scripted and rehearsed because he pulls out this strip of paper that is all long. And he said, on this strip of paper, is it's numbered from 1 to 100. And he said, the average woman lives to be 81 years old, and the average male lives to be 75, 76, somewhere in that neighborhood. So he, he tore off the piece of paper at 75, and he said, in the short strip that was there, he said, these years I'll probably never get to see. These, the, these years of my life I probably will not, never get to see. But if I do... Uh, it will be just an absolute icing on the cake. It'll be a blessing. And I will be just a a small image of what I once was. I won't be my ideal self. So if I won't Mm -hmm. be dunking a basketball, he said, which I thought was very funny. Um, So he throws that aside. And then he said, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, I may look young, but I'm 57, he said. So then he went down to 57 and he tore it off at 57. And he said, now, all of this is all life that I've already led and I can't ever get it back. And 
I'm grateful for what I've learned, but that is behind me. So this is all that I have left. So from 57 to 75, he's got these, what is that, 18 years? Mm -hmm. His 18 years. And so with 18 years, that narrows your focus. And his advice was to you know, live your life like it's on, like you're on steroids, you know, just do, live it to the best, be grateful for every little thing that comes your way. And, uh, you know, it was very positive. It was Mm -hmm. very uplifting. It was motivating. Um, but it caused me to ask questions and, um, it was incredible visual seeing that shorter piece of paper in his hand. And now that you're saying it again, revisiting it, we watched it. Um, but it bothers me that the years he thinks he's not going to get, I don't know, like to me, I want to live longer than the average expectancy. So that, I don't know, that's something to think about too. I'm not, Absolutely. Re- I'm not ready to throw it out and say that would be a bonus. <clears throat> like that's, I have an expectation of that. Sure. But he's playing the law of averages there. Yeah. So there is there is a final day. Mm-hmm. And yes, you probably will live beyond 81. Yes. So there's a good chance. Um, <clears throat> at least I think so based on your lineage, <laughs> mm-hmm. your genetic potential. Um, so th- we came up with five points. And um, the first thing that really is a point is a question that I came up with. And... When I look at this level of perspective, living in this short span life that he was talking about, it makes me reflect and think, am I doing right now what I really want to be doing? So that's a great question for yourself. Are you right now in the life that you're leading day in and day out? Is this what you really want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, is this something that you feel like totally inspired to be doing? You absolutely love it. Um, maybe yes, maybe no, maybe somewhere in between. Right. Probably for most people, it's somewhere in between. And for some people, they're doing things that they absolutely hate. Yeah. Um, I, I had a conversation with someone today about that, about uh, a spouse that is working at a job that is absolutely stressful. Um, they do not enjoy really much of the job at all, but it has good benefits. The pay is good. And they could live without it, but they feel, I don't know, almost like it's their responsibility to do this job. Um, So, Mm -hmm. But yet they stay in it, even though they're not happy. It's Mm -hmm. not truly making them happy. It's not bringing them joy. Right. Because it is a position that they're serving others. So I could see where they feel, you know, if they were to step out of it. But it's not serving them and their things that are important to them that they value. So that's, again, another question that you ask. You know, yes, you are serving, but is it really a serving that is of your calling? Mm -hmm. And if it's something that you are inspired by that brings you as much energy as you deliver, you're going to deliver even better, Mm -hmm. right? Well, and it makes me think like often we get caught up in serving somebody else's vision and someone else's passions. And that's, you know, that's the thing to, to check. Mm-hmm. Like, is it really in line with your values or are you just uh, filling someone else's vision? And there's, if you, if you share a vision with somebody and if yeah. it's inspiring to you, 
then I'll by all means team up with somebody mm-hmm. and and help uh, you know achieve something great. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe it, it wasn't your idea, you know, but there's nothing wrong with be uh, being somebody that is playing an integral role in trying to do something big. That's what most people end up doing mm-hmm. um, in, in, in any big uh, an endeavor, right? So nothing big usually is accomplished by one person alone. They have many support casts in the process. But mm-hmm. if you're doing something that you absolutely hate, I give you permission right now to get out of it. <laughs> and you may not know how right now, and it sounds easier, but... Um, yeah, you really you you have a limited amount of time. We all have a limited amount of time, and if we're not doing what we really truly love and enjoy, then it's you give it some strong consideration. So that brings us to the second question, which I don't know. The point is interesting here, but what do I have to do to make the impact I want? That's the next question. I think like okay, so if I have eighteen, twenty. 30, whatever, how many years I have left. If I have X number of years left, what do I have to do in order to accomplish what I really want to be doing? Mm -hmm. Like say you want to do something totally different. You want to take a a 180 career shift. Like you want to go from being a, I don't know, an engineer to doing pottery or something like that. Or if you, I don't know, say take pottery. Well, what do you have to do to make that happen? How, what do you have? What, what what things do you have to do? What do you have to learn? Who do you have to talk to? You know, how does this happen? And what is it going to look like down the road where you're going to be 100% satisfied? You have no regrets. You know, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So, what do you have to say about that? Well, I just I was reflecting for myself. Um, maybe many of you. We're reaching a point where we have almost completed, say, the 18 years with most of our children, and they're off on their own. And so, you know, that's a huge um, impact that we had intended to make, right? We had certain values we wanted to instill into our children, and that we've done that, and we will always be connected and tied into their lives and involved, but... So I'm thinking, okay, what does the next stage, what impact do I want to make in the world beyond just my own children? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what you had intended 20 years ago, when you get to the next stage, your your perspective changes. And this is why we all need to revisit Mm -hmm. our perspective. Yeah. So that's a good one. And that brings us to point number three. And what's point number three? You were talking about relationship inventory. Yeah, taking inventory about relationships. And um, what I think about here is, am I spending time with the people who I really enjoy being around? Am I intentionally spending most of my time, a little of my time, some of my time, very little of my time, you know, like how does that play out? Or are you spending a majority of your time with people that drain you, um, that you feel like you're there, you know, you're dragging them along, right? So mm-hmm. like, those are, those are the real questions to consider. Um, are there people that, um, you you love to be around, but you just don't see them. You know, people that if you think back in your whole life about the people that you've enjoyed the most, the relationships that you've had, 
where are those people and where are they in your life and how often are you communicating with them and uh, getting together? Because I think being intentional about that is mm-hmm. more, uh, <laughs> as time runs out, it becomes more and more critical right. uh, because you never know when you may see them for the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then lastly, the thing that I ask in that same relationship category is, are there people out there that I don't know? that I want to know, or at least I think I want to know. I want to meet and see if there is a chance that there's a good relationship connection there that can either help me or help them or both of us more, more importantly, if it can be, the relationship can Mm -hmm. be mutually beneficial, right? right? Be Mm -hmm. a symbiotic relationship where you're both able to help each other. So I think that is something that most of us don't instinctively necessarily do is to seek out somebody that shares something with you that you don't know each other. But if you guys connected, you guys could do great things together. Mm-hmm. And I oftentimes like, yeah. you connect other people that way too. Mm-hmm. True. Cause you'll meet their circle of friends who you probably have a lot in common with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, of somebody like um, a, a friend of yours or a colleague of yours and they don't know somebody, but you can connect them with that person. You can see how they could both help each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, I, I find myself doing that often, but it's hard for us to see what we don't know, right? People mm-hmm. we don't know, it's hard for us to reach out there, but you can do it. Yeah. It brings us to point number four, I think. Yep. We're ripping through these. So point number four is what after the silent sneeze? Experiences that matter. <laughs> like sneezing. <laughs> yeah, experiences that matter. So <clears throat> I like experiences, mm-hmm. you know, good ones, right? There's there's positive and negative experiences, but there's oftentimes, I use that phrase a lot, oftentimes, <laughs> um, we have these wishes like, I can't wait to go somewhere. I, someday I want to go somewhere. And we put it off and we put it off and we put it off. And I, I just had a conversation with a practice member last week, and he really wants to go to Hawaii. And he's 75 years old. And he's like, yeah, someday I'm going to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And he plans on living to 100. Okay. Like, he tells me every time. He's almost there. He's, he's in the fourth quarter now. He's going to make it to 100. So uh, I said, so when are you going to Hawaii? And he's like, I don't know. I've got a, I, I don't know when I, when I get around to it. Like, so I told him, I said, listen, you need to just go home and book it. I mean, is your wife going to go with you? And he's like, no, she doesn't want to go. And I said, well, then don't let that stop you. You need to just like, this needs to be something that happens soon. Like, you're, you know, the clock's ticking. Right. You're 75 and, uh, you know. If I know you want to live and you see yourself living to a hundred, that's awesome. I don't want to. I don't want to squelch that. Right. But you know, you got to climb the volcano or something. Right. Like, do you want to get the? Do you want to get there and be pushed off the airplane in a wheelchair, right. or do you want to walk off on your own accord and be able to go do things? And he's like, "You got a good point there." Yeah. So I, I'm, I can't wait to see him again because I hope he's either bought the tickets or is on his way. So. Yeah. That would be great. One of my favorite activities now that the kids are all, well, most of them are out of state, is to open up just a paper calendar. And I love to just plan now, you know, when we're going to see each other and a family trip. And But I love the idea of even taking it out five, ten years and really being intentional of experiences that we want to have. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and then 
on the negative side, <laughs> not to be negative, but what are the experiences that you have regularly that you absolutely hate? Mm. You know, like experiences matter. Like, don't just keep having bad experiences. True. You know, you, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna stop that if if it's in your daily occurrence. You've got to change it. Mm-hmm. So don't keep having bad experiences. Make the changes now so you can have better experiences. Good point. <clears throat> hey, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that brings us to the last one, which is really the point that you brought up. And uh, point number five is: Are you smart enough, or are you skilled enough? What did, what were you thinking there? Well, a little different than came. I think was like: Are there skills that I haven't acquired yet that I have wanted to, or or things I hadn't thought of yet? But I know for myself, there's hobbies and things that I've pushed off because it was a busy season, and I would really like to do those things. So I think, you know, for all of us. If there's things you've dreamt of or go for it. What about learning? Always, right? Like I think we're always the student forever. I hope to be. We are, but I find that there's often, as people people age sometimes, some people, not everybody, some people push learning away. They feel like their brain is full. They don't want to think about new things. Yeah. But boy, that's what keeps your brain alive and is, is being active. So learning a new instrument. I mean, watching adults learn a new instrument is actually kind of almost terrifying and uncomfortable because we're so poor at it. The best time to learn an instrument is when you're young. Um, but it doesn't mean you don't try because it is very good for your neurology. It helps the pathways in your brain when you're forcing to get through these clumsy, clunky things. So learning is so good for us. And I'm 100% in agreement with you. Don't put off learning a new hobby, a new skill, a new trade, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. or just more information. There's so much information available to us today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keeping the mind sharp, right? (laughs) Stimulation. Absolutely, absolutely. So anything else you want to add to this week's podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> well, I think she wants to wrap it up, folks. All right. That's all we have for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in each and every week so you can stay connected, be inspired, and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. And we will see you back next week. Have a great one. Have a great week. See ya. See ya.